Come on, people there. Smile at each other. Everybody get together and hug one another right now. It's Dr. Despair, and I'm here to help. Hello. It's me. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Well, so we kind of got through a lot of apocalypses there, didn't we? And I feel like you should feel more confident about the future now. Um, we're not going to spend a lot of time on apocalypses today. There's a lot more things to talk about, but let's just say there's just a few. Um, we just want to, you know, kind of close the loop, as it were. Um, one, uh, Grey Ooze. So Grey Ooze is an apocalypse in which um, nanorobots basically learn how to self-replicate. And, you know, uh, part of that is to um, acquire their own energy sources, uh, kind of take over, uh, kind of just destroy everything um, because they're just basically, they're, they're, it's like a, like a, a mech virus in a way, but it just kind of covers the surface of the earth. It's called gray ooze because I assume, you know, the robots are gray. I don't know why. Um, I think pink ooze is something like, uh, which is something else, which is gross. Um, yeah, so, but it could have been a different color ooze. I, I mean, yeah, but they just use gray ooze. Assuming that, but I think silver ooze might have been better. Um, or rust colored ooze. Uh, I, anyway, that that's really, you know, how do you... How do you figure a way out of this? Um, I don't know what those little nano robots are making themselves out of, but uh, most likely, if they're that small, I mean, guys, uh, chemical weapons. Uh, I'm not talking about like kind of chemical weapons people use in war right now, but I'm talking about like Lysol and stuff like that should take these things out. Uh, it shouldn't be that hard. They're not, you know, you know I'm not going to be able to step on them. But, um, uh, okay, they're nano robots. I mean, they're going to have to get really, really small. There's going to be a whole bunch of them. I just think that uh, depending on how fast, you know, they are able to replicate, but there's a kind of speed to that. I really don't actually think the gray ooze is going to be one of the, you know, likely scenarios. Really, really not likely. Uh, so uh, not so much to worry about there, but, um, like what I was saying, rust ooze, if they're made out of metal, um, they're going to be pretty darn easy to take out. And even if they're, they're, they're nano robots, I mean, the speed at which a chemical attack happens at that level is really, really high. Uh, and so they have incredible surface area. Just think about that. <sighs> Nobody can figure this one out. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty easy. Uh, you just have to find a chemical, and there are probably dozens or more um, that can just wipe out uh, these things. I mean, I guess that they could kind of form so fast, replicate so quickly, that they can kind of create a tidal wave effect. But the oceans are going to be not hospitable uh, to robots for multiple reasons. Mostly because of the resource density in uh, that area it isn't going to be so big. 
Uh, no, this 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 one's not going to be hard. Everyone's going to be able to survive this one, basically. Uh, it, it's it's just not going to be that difficult. There's no special secret Teflon coating which is going to protect the robots. Uh, it it's just not going to happen. So, gray ooze kind of just cross that one off. Not a likely scenario. Get some Lysol, uh, blast them away. They'll be dead fast. Um, global economic collapse uh, due to an energy uh, or the slow heat death of the universe, but on a local level. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the way you survive that one, I think, is generally, um, uh, again, it's got to the whole, you got to get off the planet, basically, because there's nothing left here, no resources. Uh, you can try and conserve resources, conserve resources, conserve. This is, again, this is one that's not likely to happen anytime soon and can be solved uh, provided we didn't reach uh, the peak, uh, you know, peak energy, if you will, before we um, hit the point where we can get off this planet and, and get to another one, and, you know, basically harness the greater energy in the solar system and things like that. So, so uh, you know, if you're around and there, you know, look, hey, just conserve as best you can. Um, it's not going to be a real quick collapse of everything, uh, but it will lead to war. And again, the, the worst kind of war is nuclear war and bio war could be bad, but most, most likely people will be able to survive bio war. Um, it's just a question of will people be able to survive uh, certain kinds of chemical war and nuclear war. Chemical war, CF, nuclear war, slash global pandemic. Okay, so, so you know, we already kind of covered how to survive those things. All right, good. You know you're going to be okay in the future. Um, I'll be around to help you out as long as I can be. Uh, probably the next, uh, who knows. 20 to 50 years, you'll have me to solve your world problems. After that, uh, the historians are, are going to have to have collect, collected and archived my wisdom to see you all through. So um, that ends Apocalypse. Um, really only six minutes from what we left off yesterday. Should have split, or not yesterday, but should have split that episode into two parts. Would have made a lot more sense, uh, but I didn't. But so uh, the rest of this episode is going to be about something else that I care about, which um, we'll talk about in a second. Thanks, Mike. We're back. Oh, and guess what? Special guest, the producer herself, Minion Septuplot 9. Say hello. Hi. All right, actually, that's your job to tell me to say hello and stuff like that. Actually, your job to hold the whole uh, recording device thing and uh, everything like that, especially you know as yeah, we make our trip. Turning right here. Uh, okay. Anyway, we're navigating our way through the beautiful Ohio uh, countryside on our way to that pinnacle institution of learning of the higher sort, um, the Ivy League of the Midwest. One of the only universities to actually have a president and an astronaut. And if you can't guess from that what that place is, it's the one that is not in Florida. <clears throat> that should be enough of a clue. Do I have to actually say what it is? What do you think? Um, I don't know. Probably. Oh, uh, okay. You know, they couldn't figure this one out, I guess, themselves. I don't know. I didn't know any of that before now. Well, you're about ready to find out. 
because they are for sure going to tell you that. It's the original Ivy League of the public Ivy. That's what I think what they call it. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they make a deal. They make out a deal. Um, anyway, it's the uh, Miami University, not the University of Miami. Uh, it's it's the, the place that Ben Roethlisberger went to, and no one could spell his name. It is um, located in beautiful Oxford on the Indiana-Ohio border. It's still located in uh, the great county of Butler, um, where someplace uh, in that county also is my secret lair. Um, well, yeah. Oh, and guess what? Remember what we got for the secret lair? Um, not really. Wait, you, we got something good for the secret lair, remember? Well, I wasn't there. You've seen it. Um, was it the microphone? Yes, we do have a microphone, but that's not the big thing that the secret lair has got. To make any secret lair something which, until you have this object, your secret lair is not a secret lair. The death ray? Well, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, that's true. Uh, I forgot about the death ray. How much money have we raised towards a death ray? Um, like two dollars. Yeah. Oh, am I going straight? Yeah. Okay. Um, no, gosh, no. All right, yes, death ray, that would be great. But, but you know, it doesn't have to be a death ray that, that puts you over the top to real high-quality secret layer status. It's something that you know, you've seen, you have utilized this multiple members of the Dr. Despair household have seen, utilized, etc., including the uh, canine elements. And it is a... Oh, a ping-pong table. That's right, a ping-pong table, yes! <laughs> what would be a secret lair without a ping-pong table? I mean, you need to do something to relax when you're kind of bored. I mean, do you think... I, I don't know what people think. Uh, how You know, it's really tough to be a mad scientist, genius, engineer guy, right? I'm not a mad scientist. I'm not really a mad engineer. I'm just an engineer with, you know, kind of modest ambitions of world domination. Um, and it's it's just not that easy. I mean, you minions have it good, really. I mean, you don't have to go around thinking all the time, right? You can turn off the old noggin and turn it back on. But I can't, not even when I'm asleep. But sometimes you do need to take a break and you just need to kind of, oh, look, a tree fell down. Um, you just kind of need to just say, hey, what the old heck, let's... Uh, Let's go uh, slap uh, some ping pongs around. I mean, oh, it's a ping pong ball. I mean, I don't know where you. Where do you think that the word ping pong came from? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it could be the sound that the ping pong balls make when you hit them with a paddle. Probably. Probably. Uh, you know, like uh, mini golf or something like that um, makes sense. I mean, one of the big chains there was putt putt. I always thought that that was what it was called, but that was a great idea. Have I talked about, have I talked about mini golf yet on the show? I don't think so. I mean, mini golf is a great idea. Um, mini golf, and I should have like a little mini golf course set up in the in the secret lair, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I mean, but 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 it's a great idea because what's fun about golf? I mean, I guess every now and then it's fun because they have all these driving ranges, so it must be fun to really seriously, you know drop the old uh, club there on the uh, on the golf ball and send it flying like the skull of some tiny little rodent that you hated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that must be enjoyable, right? Um, 
But but the real fun, challenging part. Oh, we did talk about this. Me and one of my um, cohorts uh, discussed, you know, what the future of mini golf would look like because because oh that was that oh it was a great conversation. This was one that just went like, oh yeah, we took this one to, to new depths or heights or both at the same time. But um, you know, like a new golf technology. Uh, how about, uh, you know, do you have any, well, let's just see, Minions up to a lot nine. Do you have a good idea for how you would advance the game of golf to make it much more enjoyable for everybody? Um, like what type of golf? Well, either the real kind of golf or the mini golf. Well, for the real type of golf, I would make it like mini golf so that I would actually want to watch it. Yeah, that's a good point. Because all the exciting part is, like, yeah, you see Tiger Woods or whatever the guy is. The guy just hit a hole-in-one at the Masters. That's a big deal. Anyway, um, I guess. I didn't watch it. I don't even know who it was, but I just heard about it. It was such a big deal uh, that, you know, it penetrated the walls of the secret lair, and, and I heard about it. Can you believe it's been six minutes and 14 seconds of enjoyable uh, Dr. Despair podcast? Wow, that's crazy. Turn right. Oh, turn right. Um, yeah, so I think we're... Uh, Oh, yeah, this is the border, though. Oh, no, you've given away a more precise location of the secret lair. Facts, and hopefully nobody heard that. But then they could probably trace it down to uh, the, the, the high possibility of where it's located at Butler County. Eventually, people are going to find out exactly where I have my secret lair. Yeah. And it won't be secret anymore. Well, you don't try that hard. You're right. Maybe I should try harder. Anyway, we're going to take a pause, come back five seconds. We're going to talk about how to make golf a lot better. Thanks. Bye. Okay, it's starting again. Hey, hey, we're back. Molly, well, Minion Septuple at 9 is doing a really awesome job here uh, producing executively and associatively. Um, I'm going to look up what that means. What? Oh, executive producer? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, Minion Septuple at 9 goes to the Wikipedia definition of executive producer and associate producer. Um, and associate to the executive producer. Uh, I'm just going to go on really like some of these uh, good ideas about how to improve the game of golf. Um, one, just let people use the golf carts while they're hitting the ball, like polo. I think, I mean, just imagine. And let everybody go at the same time, too. But I think that would really improve it because, you. I mean, think of all the new golf cart technology that, that, w- that would be about. Plus, you could have some really out of shape people doing it, too. I mean, golf is limited to people that can really walk, right? Or, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know how wheelchair accessible golf is. But, you know, forget the fact that the grass has to be green. And, you know, you could make like a little mud track or something like that. And the guys go around, you know, trying to uh, off their golf cart, hit the ball. I mean, I think this would be super exciting. It's like, uh, I'm sure, you know what? This is such a good idea. I'm sure a lot of people have already had it. And there's like motorcycle golf, and, and uh, the, you know, and then there's uh, you know golf cart golf, golf, uh, and then there's like ATV golf, and people like you know uh, taking hits like in polo, and uh, you know you know in, in polo, really all the work is done by the horse, right, uh, for the most part. But there's still some agility requirements, I guess, for the rider. 
But anyway, I don't know. What do you? I just think I'd really, but just yeah, like get the whole thing really wet and muddy, and you'd be sloshing around and and, and put some like kind of like little mini cliffs, so every now and then a golf cart tips over and and you know crushes the occupants, and then have it like everybody go in at the same time, so you can like go after somebody else's golf ball and hit it way out of the way or something. Uh, I think that would just be super fun. Uh, it would be it would be a hoot, a real hoot, you know. And we don't have a lot of hoots nowadays. But it would be a hoot. I don't know. What do you think? What? What? The, what? You didn't even... The water polo? No. Water polo? What? How did you get water polo from what I just said? Um, I don't really know what polo is. I'm polo. You got a horse. You got a stick. You got a ball. You got a bunch of people on horses at the same time trying to whack the ball around. It's, uh... You know, it's a game of skill or whatever. But it's uh, really mean to the horse. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't know if the horses enjoy it. We have to ask horses. Do you enjoy these things? Um, I know the dogs. and I don't know if the... I think the dogs do like the Iditarod. Uh, you know what the Iditarod is? No. It's like the world's biggest, bestest um, uh, uh, dog sled uh, thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. People have dogs that actually... You like huskies. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, that was a huskies all high. They chained them all up and then they... Then the guy, the human sat on the back and the dogs drug that guy all over the place. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like in Alaska. That's right. Or in um, Antarctica. Um, I don't know if they've had one in Antarctica, but they should have. That would be really cool. Oh, they did bring dogs and dog sleds to Antarctica. That's right. They did. Uh, one of those guys, I think in all, I think a lot of the dogs died. I think dogs do die in the Iditarod just from exhaustion. Oh. <sighs> It is sad, but I don't know if they're enjoying it at the same time. Because dogs like a lot of stuff that we like, too. You know, and um, I don't want to mention too many secrets about the Despair household. But let's just say that one of our dogs is getting a lot more entertainment. Or a dog that we own, sorry, is getting a lot of entertainment recently. Um, and that, I mean, it looks really kind of violent, you know. But it's kind of like UFC. You know what UFC, you know UFC right? Yeah. Yeah, you know that from... Um, that person that you know is in a relationship with that other person yeah yeah we know too much about it now i think yeah it's disgusting why is it disgusting i don't like it i mean what what don't you like the gigantic ears that everybody has because they've been beat up a lot no it's like they're getting brain damage all the time and it's like it looks so violent like why is it even legal i don't understand i don't know it didn't used to be legal it just became legal yeah I don't know. I think, like, society has just gone back on itself. Oh, so you're not a big proponent of uh, physical violence, even voluntarily? No! It's terrible. Well, what about the dog situation? Are you pro or against what our dog is, you know, engaged in? I'm against. It's pretty bad. Yeah. We're not... Okay, and by the way, our dog is not engaged in dog fighting, you know. We're, we're, there's no Michael Vick thing here. Uh, uh, or Marcus Vick, or whichever Vick it was. No, 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 no. Absolutely condemn uh, dog fighting. But yeah. Oh, where do I go? You go straight. Oh, straight. Oh, I don't know if I've ever gone straight. Normally, I go I, on our way to uh, Miami University. I go left. Wait. I would go left here, but I'm okay going straight. That's what the maps say. But also, I don't think I'm taking the interstate. There is no interstate. There isn't. No. It's crazy. I know. It's a place without an interstate. Yeah. I don't know how to feel. 
Do you turn left at the next light? Okay. Next to Speedway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, wow. It's been another six minutes. Um, do we, I don't think we got to all the great uh, mini golf ideas that we had about how to make it really enjoyable. Um, or just golf, the whole golf game itself enjoyable. But golf cart golf, uh, like polo golf, or I think that would just be super, super, super de duper fun. But you know what? You only need, and, and here's a good thing. Really, uh, you don't need to have 18 holes anymore because if everybody, <laughs> just imagine, everybody can have a different color golf ball like in mini golf. Like there'll be a red one and a blue one, and and they'll the golf carts will be like have a stripe on it just to match the uh, the old uh, golf ball, <laughs> and they're all. Everybody's out there just running around as they converge on the hole. They're just like smacking everybody else's. It just be, it would be so awesome. I just, I would pay to, I, I would pay to watch that. Dennis, okay, all right, copyright now, trademarked, Doctor Despair, uh, LLC, and um, I basically own this concept now. So um, anybody who tries to do it, uh, you got to pay me royalties, um, or, uh, or, or else. Um, something will happen. All right, we're going to take another break. We might come back with some more uh, golf ideas. Thanks. Hello, we're back. We are back. We're back. You heard that, didn't you? Um, you know, so there's a funny story I have about water polo, you know, and you think there's not that many funny stories about water polo. But I was just, we were talking, I was at somebody's house and the Olympics were on and we were having an Olympic party. No one watches the Olympics anymore. I mean, well, I mean, they're, they're really dull and boring and, uh, you know, then you can't have a miracle on ice every single day, right? So, um, anyway, we we're watching the Olympics and, you know, just talking about like, how do they come up with some of these sports? I mean, they're just ridiculous. And then, uh, for some reason, I got fixated on uh, how ridiculous water polo is. I mean, like, talk about a contrived sport. Water polo. Come on. No one does water polo. That's insane. And I, I was, like, berating it as a, as a silly, ridiculous, dumb sport, which has no point at all. Um, turns out the person I was talking to's, like, father was a Olympic water polo person. I felt kind of small after that. But you know what? I was still right. It doesn't matter if the person's... I mean, who cares? I mean, water polo is... All right, apologies to all you Olympic... Hey, if you're an Olympic water polo guy or you're really into it or a gal or whatever, you know, and you've done water polo, um, uh, you know, just probably come back at about 45 seconds as I'm just going to rail on water polo for a second. But... All right. I mean, like, okay, yeah, it, sure, it's difficult. All right, it's difficult to keep swimming around, but you look really dopey. And somebody I know who actually had a kid who was, like, on the water polo team says, you don't know what's going on under the water. I was like, well, I kind of can either A, guess, or B, water's transparent, so I'm not sure, and we have, like, an up view of this thing, so I think we can see what's going on under the water. I'm sure there's rules and there's probably cameras down there now in Olympic sports. So yeah, I actually kind of think we do know what's going on under the water. Maybe you don't because you're like sitting at ground level and you're like not even looking at the water. And just, yeah, there's a lot of kicking and splashing and you know, and there's somebody like uh, kicks somebody else or punches somebody else under the water, or tries to, you know, take off their, um, their shorts or whatever. Um, 
yeah, I bet that kind of stuff goes on. And plus, somebody's got really long toenails, and he's kicking at the other guy and scratching up their leg. And when you, you know, if, if he gets a good lick in, you could probably see some blood, which is a way of making water polo more exciting, right? Give them like knives and things like that. What? School of business. Okay. Farmer's school of business. Farmer's school of business. Oh, actually, I want to do that. Wait. Well, hold on, Septuplot uh, Nine. What do you think? Wait, what? You wait, what? What? I mean, what do? You, all right. Do you think farmer's the guy's name, or or do you think the farmer's just? All right. First of all, if your name's farmer, you already know what your chosen occupation's gonna be. I think it's farmers, right? Like no, farmers. Like, no, I think it's a guy's name. Wait, really? Yeah, probably. His name was John Farmer, and he decided to go into business for some stupid reason instead of, like, having a cow and a couple, you know, sheepdogs and a, and a you know, a horse and all the things that they say nay and, and moo and, and roof and cluck, 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 right? Because we know what Farmer... Your name's Farmer. Look, I don't care. My name doesn't have an occupation associated with it. So I could do anything. But if your name is Taylor or Cooper or... Brewer, you know what you were supposed to do. You're lucky. You have no question about what your vocation in life was. My vocation said, hey, um, you came from that place. Do whatever you want, right? Take over the world. That's all cool with us. All right. Um, boy, Minion Septuplot 9, this has been so much fun to have you uh, back on the podcast. It's just like you're a great creative source for, for, for you know, my mind. But, but, um, but, but I want to explore this. You want to get into the farm business? Um, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But it's beautiful out here. Look at the countryside. I know. I want to buy a farm here. Yeah. Heck, you know what? I maybe I should sell the secret lair, and we can just live on one of these plots of lands. I know. It's so nice out here. Yeah. Look at those trees. Yeah. Trees. Grass. Yeah. Cows. Old barns that are falling over, mm-hmm. dead trees, mm-hmm. American flag. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, there's a horse. Look, two horses. Oh, it's awesome. It's so nice. And the houses are so spread out. Oh, houses are really far apart. Yeah. 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 You couldn't hit your neighbor with an MX missile. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh, horses. More horses. Oh wow. So nice out here. There also hasn't been a gas station in like a long time. So that's concerning. That's true. You have to make your own gas out here. Yeah. You have to drill your own well. Keep looking. You have to drill all the way. And there's a trailer park. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how many dead bodies there are in these fields. There's probably a lot. Probably is. So there's a downside too. Turn right. Getting murdered. That's a downside. That's always a downside. Yeah, but that's also in the city. So there's no one in. Six miles. Uh, no, people get killed out here in the country. Yeah, but you also get killed in the city. That's true. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess you can get killed anywhere. Uh, wow. Well, this has been uh, super awesome fun. Um, we're going to close it here, but maybe on the way back, we're going to do a, a whole new, very special, special edition of the Dr. Despair podcast. While we have in our presence the great, the awesome, the adorable, the very cute, and extremely intelligent, nearly straight A student. Hey. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> 
Oh, wow. Anyway, I got in trouble because of something I, I said a little bit earlier. But um, the, the, but the completely, n- absolutely proud of, non-disappointing uh, Minions up to Lot 9, who even if I said was disappointing, then I would just be joking because she's not disappointing in any sort of way ever for any reason, even if one time she did get a B+. All right. Um, with that said... Uh, we are like uh, gonna close this episode. Uh, how about you? You take us to the finale by by doing the rolling the credits. Hey, Septuplot Nine. Thanks. Okay. Um, here are the credits. Uh, producer is um, producer and star is Doctor Despair. Uh, executive and associate producer is um, Septuplot Nine, and uh, that's about it. Wait, voice talents. Oh, voice talents. Um, also, so two plot nine and um, Doctor Despair, and yeah. That. Yeah, and also, did you find out what an executive producer does? Oh yeah, apparently executive producers are in charge of funding. So what? I don't know <laughs> what I'm supposed to do about that, but I guess I'll figure it out. Okay, sounds Bye. good. Thanks.